You've stumbled onto the sleeping giant. Let's throw our minds. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sleeping Giant Podcast. I am your host, Grayson Parker Marcotte, and I'd like to say thank you for joining me once more. Okay, so. First things first, I am a little unprepared for this episode, but I'm going to do my best and you ain't paying for it, so between us I think we can meet in the middle somewhere. I'm flying solo during this recording due to the aforementioned lack of preparedness, but I believe we will have a good time. I won't make excuses, but I'll at least share with you all some of the wonderful programs, books, and uh, shows, and tragedies, etc. that have left me hovering where I am. Y'all get comfy now, because we're about to begin. Oh my god, so for the first time in my four, maybe five years of crawling under and over houses and commercial spaces for a living, I fell. Yeah. I uh, fell straight out of an attic hatch, probably eight feet or so, and uh, I just wonder, are you surprised? I was, I was certainly surprised. I landed on top of my ladder, and I honestly, I don't know if I'm better off for it. Um, I tore a chunk out of my palm, absorbed an upturned nail with my forearm and placed a neat little hairline fracture in my right ring finger. Altogether, man, it it was awesome. Um, Here's the thing, though. The uh, clincher, if you will. I was wearing gloves at the time, and when I looked down to inspect my injuries, after I gathered myself enough to stand up, the finger of my glove had uh, hitched itself upward and filled with blood. In effect, when I took a second to consider the pain in that digit, I thought that I had ripped the end of my finger off. Now, I realize that is not rational, right? I, I mean, wouldn't I be missing the tip of the glove, too? That's a, that's a brief shock, though, for you. So it was a bit of a setback, but um, I'm back. I think I'm firing at about 98%. So remember, kids, safety first. In the last show, I mentioned that we would be doing quite a few more giveaways, and I'm glad to say that we have been. I told you that's what was going to happen, and we've lived up to that, so that's super cool. The Sleeping Giant is partnered with Collector Zone, and that's how we're able to make that possible. You guys may remember me mentioning Collector Zone many times over the past year or so, and uh, Marcos Matajevic, one of the guys from Collector Zone, was actually on the show uh, early on too, so if you haven't heard that, definitely give it a listen, and uh, you can find that in our back catalog, quote unquote. Um, but we are partnered with Collector Zone, and we bring you a weekly opportunity to score a mystery box prize. How do we do that, Mister Sleeping Giant? Weird disembodied voice. I am so glad you asked. Every week on our Facebook page, I've posted a short video recap of that week's toy releases as announced by Collector Zone, and I've hidden somewhere in that video a secret word that you must listen for. Once you have it, you can send in a message to me via the Sleeping Giant Facebook page. Just make sure you're a member of the Collector Zone Cantina because you'll need to be a member for your entry to be official. It is a closed Facebook group, so you'll either need to message me or one of the admins from Collector Zone Facebook page for membership. And I know it, it sounds a little retentive, but it does allow... Um, all of us to exist as a community there 
free of scammers and trolls. Now, trust me, it's worth it, and uh, the guys and gals of Collector Zone have put in a lot of hard work to make the Cantina experience about the collector free of hassle. Uh, again, you can find those videos in the Cantina Callback series on our Facebook page, which you can locate on Facebook uh, by Facebook slash SG Cards and Toys, as well as on the Collector Zone page, and that is, of course, Collector Zone spelled C O L L E C T O R Z. O W N. That's uh, that's clever, huh? Admittedly, I've not been feeling quite well. What with uh, feeling like someone or a group of someone's have uh, beaten the shit out of me. So I've been absorbing and watching a lot of material, and I am pleased to say that I've enjoyed about ninety-eight percent of it. Uh, that said, I'm going to give you a sort of bullet point capsule checklist of some of those projects, short films, etc that I've you know, been immersed in, and, and hopefully it'll work out that you enjoy it, and perhaps you'll be inspired to check some of it out for yourself. Ready? Go! SDCC Shared Exclusives were a tremendous success. There were only a handful that we actually wanted, so we did divide and conquer to find them all. A hot Topic opened early, so my wife and daughter hit them up for Goose and Moaning Myrtle, which they got. Um, then they hopped right across the street to the Barnes & Noble, which opened an hour later, to grab the Karen & Billy 2-pack from Stranger Things. That left it up to me to scoot on over to GameStop and grab that Snowball Dance Dustin, so uh, I had to do that so I could still make my appointments at work, and uh, you know, also I had to route myself so that I would be passing the store at that opening time. Now, that wasn't a problem, and I actually managed to be third in line outside the door. Um, this visit almost ended in tragedy, though, I must say, because for whatever reason, they only got one Dustin, and the lady ahead of me took him, of course, so piss. Um, I did call my incredible wife, though, who was still at Barnes & Noble, and I humbly requested that she visit um, a kind of hole-in-the-wall GameStop um, that was on the same street that she was already on. So, long story short, she went and came away with a Dustin for both of us, which was very cool. Um, Stranger Things is kind of the only line I actively collect so it worked out well and uh, I was pleased so um, that was a little bit more than a bullet point but whatever sue me I started collecting artist trading cards a while ago and uh, for those of you that don't know um, they're essentially 2.5 by 3.5 inch pieces of hand-drawn or painted art that either come directly from an artist or from a licensed pack of trading cards and uh, my latest acquisitions have come from a gentleman named Eric who goes under the moniker at darklighter underscore illustration on Instagram. I had uh, seen one of the artist proofs that he posted for the House of a Thousand Corpses trading card set from Fright Rags, and it, it was amazing. I had to have it. That, um, that particular card, again, was of Otis, portrayed by the legendary Bill Mosley, and I loved it so much that I actually commissioned from him an illustration of Sherry Moon Zombie's character, Baby, um, on the only blank artist return that he had left in. And being a commission, it was a little bit more expensive, but let me tell you, the guy's work is more than worth it. The, the line work is just masterful, and the coloring gives it an organic, yet traditional comic feel that I'm... I'm <laughs> I am not doing it any justice by trying to describe it, so uh, just know that the essence of the character or subject is expertly captured, and uh, you need to check him out. You can find him on Facebook via his page, Darklighter Illustration. Um, I imagine it's a nod to the character Biggs Darklighter from A New Hope, but I never asked, so I don't know. Maybe he'll 
help me out with that. Um, anyway, the aforementioned at uh, darklighter underscore illustration, again, is on Instagram, and that'll put you in touch with his work also. Definitely support this incredible artist in any way that you can. Speaking of sketch cards, the work of at the underscore serial underscore inkist caught my eye, and I've been a fan of seeing her work for a while now, but it was a commissioned illustration of Marilyn Manson that really stole my attention. I did inquire about it, and it was unfortunately spoken for. However, I was able to request a commissioned piece of my own, and I'm proud to say that this particular Manson card is the first card in what will be my musician's art collection. Again, you can find her at the underscore serial underscore inkist on Instagram. Her name is Melinda, and she's super cool and easy to work with. Get in touch with her, and, and she'll do you right. That is, if she's got time, because she's got all this amazing work that is just consistently coming out. So, who knows? You, have, you might just have to get in line. Check her out. My wife and I blew through both seasons of GLOW on Netflix, and for those of you that do not know, GLOW is acronymous for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And... I wasn't really interested at first, and I don't know what made me decide to pull the trigger on it, but uh, I'm really glad I did because it is such a good show. It is hilarious in its, in its brutality and uh, brutally funny, I guess I could say. All the characters are just so endearing and believable, and they spend a fair amount of time on each of the characters so that her arc and her place in the show is, is very well developed, and, and you, you really kind of understand what's going on. and. Also, there's Mark Marin, which is kind of an eerie and unsettling glimpse into my future. Ooh. <laughs> um, also, it's wrestling, so what's not to love? There are a couple of podcasts I want to mention. The first is Blah Wars, and though I mentioned them before, they were on hiatus for a bit, and they do seem to be back now, full force, and uh, every pun intended, by the way. They just released their newest episode, and it's a wonderful trip down the avenues of childhood memory as John and Jude travel to Jude's parents' home in Rochester, where they sift through Jude's Star Wars treasures of old, and we're even fortunate enough to catch a conversation with Jude's dad, which is simultaneously enlightening and endearing. It's one of their best shows, so you gotta listen to it. You can find that on BlahWars.com. You can also find it on iTunes and Spotify. They're, they're great guys, they have a wonderful show, and I'm proud to call them friends. I'd also like to call some attention to a creator that I've been listening to for about a year now, Mr. Mark Gotsip. Mark has been creating web-based content for some time, but I found out about his work via Blah Wars as they were guests on the Talk Star Wars toy box. Talk Star Wars, of course, being a project Mark had developed via podcast format where the hosts would, as you may have guessed, talk Star Wars. I fell in love with the show pretty quickly as the hosts are knowledgeable, entertaining and engaging and I always felt as if I'd learned something in every episode and if I didn't I came away feeling as though I love Star Wars just that much more. A lot of the aforementioned details I do attribute to Mark as he generally maintains a positivity and even-handedness and fandom for which I'm personally grateful. Talk Star Wars helped me take the piss and vinegar out of my attitudes towards many aspects of Star Wars towards which I had grown bitter and I sincerely appreciate them for that. Anyhow, uh, for reasons that are his own, Mark is no longer a part of the Talk Star Wars show, or at least I should say a regular part of the show, and and uh, he will certainly be missed there. But he's very much doing his own thing via Patreon, and I'm thrilled to say that I am a patron. 
Mark's developed the What's Up Next community and regular show, which focuses on current and upcoming aspects of fandom and pop culture. Specifically, it's the movie club feature on Mark's Patreon that I find most enjoyable. July saw the inaugural episode of Movie Club with Batman Begins, which featured a roundtable-style discussion with patrons, as well as listener email and voicemail. I had a fantastic experience, and I loved every second of that episode. Batman Begins is probably one of my favorite films of all time, so that was super cool. And I'd like to encourage you guys to check out Mark's Patreon page, um, because uh, I, I really think you'll, you'll enjoy it. I think that that uh, if you're a, if you listen to podcasts, if you're a fan of Star Wars, if you're a fan of you know, Marvel fandom and uh, DC fandom and things like that, it's definitely something you want to check out. Um, but anyway, I am aware that Patreon does come with a monetary pledge, and Mr. Godsip has set only one tier, which is priced at a dollar. So he's not about the money, folks, though I'm sure that any amount you pledge would be appreciated. He's created something wonderful on a platform that is truly welcoming for people who want to be there. So I urge you to check it out. Wow, so I made it. That actually ended up being far longer than I thought it was going to be, but not quite as long as I had hoped. I still had a great time recording this episode, and it's my wish that you enjoyed listening to it. August, I think, is going to be the month wherein a lot of exciting things start happening at the Sleeping Giant. So much has happened already, and I may not be exactly where I want to be, and I may not yet be doing just what I want to be doing, but I've come further than I thought I ever would. Podcasting has introduced me to so many new artists and creators, as well as fans and other podcasters, many of whom I can say that I've had the ultimate fortune of befriending, so that's awesome. I would like to actually dedicate the recording of this show to all of you who listen to this program and to all of you tremendous individuals that I've met along the way. So it's it's just been it's it's been awesome. That said, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That's at uh, SG Cards and Toys. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know, while you're at it, your feedback is appreciated and it will only help this project as I move forward. So um, once more, I've been your host, Grayson Parker Marcotte, and thank you for listening to the Sleeping Giant Podcast.